is Film Center. Your number one show for real entertainment industry news. No fluff, all facts. Now, here are your anchors, Derek Johnson II and Nicholas Killian. Hey everyone, welcome to Film Center, your number one place for studio news. My name is Derek Johnson II. I'm Nicholas Killian. And today we're here with an award-winning actress. We're here with... Rebecca Tarabakia. Hi, Rebecca. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. good. How was your morning? It was really good. Yeah, it was a bit early. I had a wonderful morning. Um, I was actually watching the new Spider-Man Across the Universe. Did you really? Yeah, because I, I fell asleep yesterday, so I finished it this morning, and mm. I loved it. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. I did. We, we, we actually awesome. went to go see it in theaters. Yeah, we oh. saw it in theaters. It was really cool. Um... We wanted to go see it, what, at Regal that time? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And the same Regal we saw at 270 degrees. Yeah. You ever seen 270? I don't think so. Uh, We went to go see the Forza and Motorsport movie. Oh, Uh, really? No, the uh, 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 Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo. Oh, okay. I missed that. I got to, yeah, I got to But anyway, um, basically what it was is it was like the original screen, and then it had two screens off to the side. So it felt it was almost like uh, it was two seventy. So it was like right. It was on left side and right side. But before right. we get into getting all that, we didn't do. You know what we, we should do? We should <laughs> we should do a uh, 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 get more into Rebecca a little bit before we just start. Talking. The reason right. why it's really casual, if you're listening, is because I happen to have known Rebecca for some time now. Yes. Yes. Back when film school days. Yes. Back in the old film school Back days. Back in the yeah. old film school days. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Yeah. We were and neighbors. Yes. Yeah. We lived at uh, Park Point. Yes. Yeah, at Park Point. A lot has changed since then, hasn't it? Huh? A lot has changed since then, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, your hair is completely different. <laughs> I didn't. That's one thing that's changed. Yeah, I didn't even recognize you the other week when we when we met for the first time after a few years. Yeah, we caught up I, at, at a um, we caught up at a, a premiere, a, one of our friends' premiere. Yeah, and that's when we I caught up with Rebecca, and so thankfully she had time to come on the show. Yeah, we uh, appreciate. And yeah. I didn't recognize him the other week, and then I figured out why because he used to wear glasses. And he didn't Almost at the like premiere. exclusively. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And, it was and not the big until, Malcolm X ones. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't until he opened his mouth and started talking because, he, yeah, I recognized your voice. I was like, hold up. I know you. I know <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Derek. Yeah. And then when we went to the premiere of, the, of that movie, you were like, I, I think I know you. I, yeah, it kills me that I still can't figure out or remember where I know you from. I swear <laughs> that we've met before. Well, Nicholas, Nicholas has uh, uh, been in L.A. for about, what, a decade now? Yeah. Yeah, but so... when did you guys get to know each other? Oh, um, we're we, not in this interview. This okay. is this interview is not about us. Oh. This interview is not about us. <laughs> I have so many questions. She's so... <laughs> see, this is the thing. Listeners, Rebecca is a very interesting person. She has this ability, when you start talking to her, you just tell her all your secrets. Right. All right? It's probably because she... I know everything about you guys. It's that charm that she has. I'm going to be watching out for that. It's probably because she's Swedish. She is Swedish. So you, when did you come over to America for the first time? Um, the first, well, I came over for a quick vacation. I think it was back in like 2016 or something. And then 2018, 
um, mm. for school. Mm. And then 2020, I had to go back to Sweden because of COVID. Right. And then I came back last year, about this time. So I know that you heard that the strike is now over. Yes. Yes, yes, the SAG strike is now we over. We definitely have to how talk ex- about that. How excited right. are As we? As an actress, <laughs> like, how, did, how does that make you feel that now the stri- they have reached some, some uh, verdict? A tentative deal. I mean, it's a relief for everyone. Um, it means that we can all go back to work and not just for the actors, for everyone in the industry. Mm. Like the writer strike affected everybody. The, the, the actor strike, the SAG strike affected everybody. So I think everyone is just very relieved and excited to go back to work and for like new adventures mm-hmm. and also for fair wages. You right. know, because that's something that's been apparently bothering everybody, but also with it like AI and everything, that's been scaring. Yeah. Sh- that's been scaring everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so as a as an actress, so I'm sure you've heard a lot about the AI and what they were planning on doing. Yeah. And then they would scan you once, pay you that once, and then use you in the background. Yeah. In right? perpetuity throughout the universe. Right. In perpetuity throughout the universe for all of time. And, you know, they have some AI scans, even though this is post-strike, they're having, there's a lot of talks of them using some AI scans they have already of dead celebrities for to use them in the background of other movies. And their basis for this is that they used, uh, uh, for Star Wars, uses a lot of face clones for people who were passed right. away in their more recent movies. How does that make you feel that possibly... As an actress. Right, as an actress. Or do you even think that's right? No, I would feel... Um, I don't know if this is the right word. I would feel violated mm-hmm. um, that they're using my appearance. Um, Possibly without even your consent. Because yeah, they already paid for it. Exactly. Because they have it in their database. So mm-hmm. they, and we're probably, we'll never know, you know, if we, mm-hmm. if somebody doesn't really find it for you and like show it to you like hey this is you were you on this set and then you realize no I wasn't yeah so they they literally stole my appearance your, your appearance they wouldn't even let you person. know no and I think well if yeah I don't I really don't think they would let you know because yeah. they're they're slithering <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, have you been Have you been scanned so far or no? Because I know some people who have actually been scanned already. I haven't, but I am. Um, it's for a video game, and I oh, did. That, I guess that's different, isn't it? Yeah, but they do scan like through pictures. Mm-hmm. They scan you, and then they make you into an avatar. Mm. And then we will be doing the voiceover for these characters, right. which is super, you know. It's a video game. It's a video game. It's called. Well, are you, are you able to say it? Or? I, I'm not sure, so yeah. I don't want to <laughs> say so it. Let's, okay. let's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Once, Once again, everyone, uh, Film Center is on the road. You know that we go everywhere. Uh, we're here in Starbucks chilling right now. And also, I would like to remind our viewers, those who are not in the industry, that in Hollywood, there's a lot of NDAs. So that's why sometimes right. we cannot mention all the shows and things that we work and on. And everything that but we're we, talking about. Right, but that's why we talk mostly about experiences. So, I mean, if you've already been scanned in the game, right, do you have any worry that this might come up sometime later in, like, a film or a TV show? A little bit, yeah. Um, but it wasn't really anything 
I know I'm allowed to say this because uh, we've been posting everything about it, but it doesn't matter. Um, a little bit, yes. Um, but it wasn't anything that we were thinking about once we once we sent the photos because this was like months and months ago, and this was mm. like just before the strike. Um, Obviously, well, no, I think it was in in the beginning of the strike. It was the beginning. Oh, yeah. because in the beginning, the TV because uh, this is a video game. Yeah, so technically they were not game. under they were not being striked at at first. Yeah, she's no. correct. So um, yeah, we just sent our pictures and everything, um, and they were gonna send us the examples of the avatars. But here's the thing: I also know how to do all this in 3D. So you just take the scans and you put it on like a type of a clay inside the program. Yes. And then it kind of forms out. It's not going to be exactly the same. Mm. Um, but if they're using AI, it's probably going to be different. Oh, well, it is AI. So, um, Rebecca, you do more than just, just be an actress. Do you want to tell the audience a little bit more about all the things that you do? Yes. So I, I found a new hobby during COVID. Ooh. Yeah. Which one was that? And it was 3D animation. I love animated movies. Like, I'm obsessed yeah. with, like, Disney, Pixar, DreamWorks. Which one would you say is your favorite? Frozen. Frozen? Yeah. But I'm also a huge fan of Spirit. You kind of look like Elsa, too. Right? She That's does. what I keep telling people, does, but they actually. don't agree. You, oh, my you gosh. Could, you could don the costume and... Oh, I have. Trust me, I have. I remember when I worked at uh, Disney World when that movie came out. Yeah. And, oh, they shut down the... They basically had shut down the park. The line to meet Elsa was an actual five hours long. The line was so long, some people couldn't get into other rides. Like, crazy. You look, you do look just like her. I have you not, do look, you look just like Elsa. <laughs> wow, just I like should her. apply. You yeah, should. Yeah. You definitely should. As a Easily get princess. to work. Yeah. Easily. Definitely have the hair. One thing that I would ask you is, since the strike had gone on so long, there were people, there were people in two camps that were saying we need to push the strike as fat you know as long as it needs to be and then there were some people that were saying hey we're definitely for the strike but we still haven't recovered from COVID yeah and so they were like we need to end it right now but then there were some people who were like well if you don't end it right now this is going to be basically the end of us yeah so which camp did you they were like I I agree about all of the fears of AI and everything like that, but I also can't pay my rent. Yeah. And I can't, I can't live. So which, what do you, as an actress... And you're also, uh, you also produced things before. So yeah. you kind of also have like this dual perspective. Well, I was, COVID was really tough for everyone. Um, but the fact that I um, literally had to like, leave the country and like get a completely different job that I really didn't want. Um, I was in a visa process and that was like the worst time of my life. And all I wanted was just to come back to California where there's sun, there's palm trees, right. yeah. there's film people. Yeah. And I just wanted to work, you know? And so once I got my visa in my hand and then flew back here, I was like, yes. Finally, I've been waiting two years for this. I've been working so hard in order for, you know, there's so many expenses with lawyers and, you know. Oh, I imagine getting the American visa is so difficult. It's crazy. It's so difficult. Um, So I finally got it and I got here and just like 
couple of months in, the strike happened. And I was like, Oof, that's crazy. Can't that's just, rough. Can't we just all just take a break, please? <laughs> can't we just go back to work? Put a pause on the crazy for a second. Yeah. yeah. Wonder, please, let's wonder. just chill for a second. Do our work. Maybe we can do the strike in like two years or something. That's what I, I was going to ask you. So there was a big consensus, two people in two camps, schools of thought that they were like, okay, we definitely agree with you. I that, do agree. I really that do. That we and need I'm happy to strike. That, I'm, I'm happy that the strike happened. And I'm happy that it's over, but right when it happened, I was just so sick. Right, so because sick a lot of, of people were saying that COVID just happened. Yeah. We haven't recovered from COVID. No. And you know, then you're going to strike. I mean, that's almost like a one-two I mean, punch we, for we, we had a WGA yeah. in, a, in a SAG strike this year. IANSI, there are talks of IANSI striking next year, which right. previously on a previous episode of Film Center, our listeners know, we talked about a lot of the reasons why IANSI probably won't strike mainly because um, they get a lot of business, right? They get a lot of business, and the, every time, you know, when there's productions, uh, IATSE has the most people hired on set, right? Because they do so much stuff. However, now because of the events of this year, they are now planning on doing their strike. I remember talking to um, some coordinators from IATSE, which I will not name drop anyone, <laughs> okay. obviously. But I have, I've had conversations with them um, in which they're like, yeah, they're even gearing up their press for the strike. They're gearing up their, and there's like, there's, their uh, contract isn't open until like mid next year. And they're already looking for, um, well, I can't say too much, but they're already gearing up their press for it, right? So, I mean, WJ and SAG is over this year. You as an actress, someone who, uh, you have a newfound passion of 3D animation, right? But also, you do uh, produce things. Hmm. What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Where do they go? To, where they strike next year? Because then we're going to be back to where we were, right? Wait. Can what, you what if an IATSE strikes next year? How do you think that would affect you as an actress? I don't even want to start thinking about that. <laughs> like <laughs> the the SAG strike just ended, and um, yeah, um, like I understand it. I really do, mm. um, <clears throat> and I will support it, whatever it takes. Um, mm. But as for now, I just really want to enjoy the the fact that this this strike <laughs> is over, and I just want to go back to work. Like it's crazy mm-hmm. how like already just a couple of days before the strike ended, how many auditions like just blew in to. I mean, has it been a flood, huh? Yeah, yeah. just a gigantic flood of auditions. Yes just a couple of days before the strike ended and now the strike is over we're we're like looking for we're like looking towards the the busiest year in the industry ever mm. so because right, everybody yourself everybody's trying to get everything done now. yes and everything that was put on hold because of the strike everything that was has been postponed are like ready to film because they have everything they might have made some changes and stuff but they're like so ready mm. for for this to just blow up and everybody just wants to get back to work everybody wants to make money everybody wants to take back whatever was taken from them because of the strike so do you anticipate a huge workload coming in the in the beginning of the year I do yeah and I I think everybody does what yep. do you anticipate you know coming your way a whole lot do you have something in the pipeline uh Auditions, stuff like that? A lot of auditions. Um, I'm doing one just this afternoon. I'm doing one tomorrow. I'm doing on Monday, 
three. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You hear that? So if you find her, <laughs> that's where... <laughs> if so you, you find her. So if you find her, no, that you know if she's going to be somewhere Monday at three. So if you can somehow... <laughs> if you can somehow find Elsa. <laughs> right. Monday at 2.50, stop her and be like, hey, don't you have something in 10 minutes? And remind her that she has something in 10 minutes. So that way, <laughs> that way she can be there on time. And then tell her, I've got an audition for you. Don't go to this one. Right. Yes. And, and, yeah. Um, don't you have a uh, uh, you've produced a movie before that's won some awards correct yes. um, I it's called move yes yeah so so actually you know the writer oh yeah yeah Marie oh. Marie Gallo yeah, yeah from Denmark yes that's so, so cool yeah so um, those of you listening networking is everything yeah it's all it's all about it's all Leona, networking seriously yeah. so um, we so me and Derek we have a mutual friend and her name is Marie and uh, she lives in Denmark she's a writer she's a great writer and so me and my me and a good friend of mine who is a uh, director and DP in Sweden we he told me a little true story about his mom's best friend uh, it was like a dating thingy that turned into a, like a complete horror movie really yeah like he, he was trying to kill her and stuff it was crazy wait um, really yeah and it's a, it's based on a true story this film so right. we, we started to is it, like, is it still available yeah, I can send it over to you. Well, uh, is there any way that our listeners might be able to check it out? Any any film festivals it might be in recently? Because it came out like oh, it came out a little bit ago, didn't it? Yeah, um, it's still in a few mm-hmm. uh, film festivals, so I can't really share the link to everybody because it's like oh, yeah. if it's shared or it's posted anywhere, yeah. you get disqualified, overexposed. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, it's like a lot of a lot of the film festivals has that as a rule that it can't be like public. Right, right. exactly, and because yeah. uh, it premieres at the actual film so festival. So if it, so if they find it, you, because you'll then get nobody disqualified. would be interested. Right. Exactly. So, um, but it's called Move. Yes. Uh, is there any area or location where people might be able to look at for it? Like there can be some premieres that might be here in LA. There's some premieres that might be here in maybe other places of the United States. Not that. I have planned right now. The goal with this film was to um, just to make a short film because I had never made a film as a producer before. Right. And then I happened to find great people in Sweden. Mm. Um, and then I asked my friend Marie, if, mm. or our friend Marie, if she would she would like to be on board, and she was. And then I also had a guy who would love to give us music for the film. So we had like. What made you want to scratch this producer itch? Um. I think it was just the fact that uh, there was no acting jobs. Mm. So it was almost like I was being forced into it. I was like, I want to make a film. Yes. Mm -hmm. I want to make a film and I would love to give a great performance. I would like to get recognized for my performance because what I've learned now, if you're in a film they might not and and it's going into a film festival they Mm. might not submit your category because it costs money for every category yes yeah and I know I've been in great films before where I have been having like a great role and I'm like I feel like I would have a shot you know and some films it's like no no this was terrible I get it Right. Right. But I don't think they were ever like that category was ever submitted because the filmmaker wants recognition for their work, or not necessarily the work for the actress. Yeah, and sometimes uh, one submission for one category can cost hundreds of dollars, depending on what 
like what was this a was surprise to you? I, like, because I've been a filmmaker for a while. Yeah. Um, and I that's, had no idea. Yeah, that's something that I always like when I'm making my films. The like I, once again, it does cost money to submit them to these other categories. And I tell a lot of people, don't just submit to film festivals just randomly. Choose ones that you're like, this is a good genre because you don't you like, you know, don't spend your money unwisely. Yeah. Right. Right. But one thing I always do as a filmmaker is that I'm always like, okay. I'm making sure I'm not only submitting for, you know, possibly best director or uh, best screenplay, but I also trying to submit for, um, you know, lead actress, right? Uh, a best uh, a lead actor. And I also submit for uh, sound mixing and I always submit for cinematography. Those are things that I told myself I always want to submit to. And those of you who are filmmakers who are listening, the main reason I do that, yeah, I mean, first of all, it's great that my friends can, and people I work with, they can win awards. But more importantly, it allows the actresses and actors and sound mix whoever to showcase their work as well. Right. When they shine, you shine. Yeah. Right. So that's great. That's that's great that you you found that out. I mean, we basically wrote the main part for me because I wanted to work. Because right, you were writing your own work. Yeah. Basically, I, I was I was hiring myself. It's the best. It's the best way to do it. Is to write yeah. your own work. Because, like, first of all, it was COVID, but then also the film industry is much smaller in Sweden, so there's not as many like auditions out there for like new actors like me. Right. Um, so yeah, I was basically just looking to act, and right. that was the only way. And we happened to win. My my other co-actor also won as best actor. Oh, really? That's so, awesome. Yeah, and we won. Um, so he won Best Actor. So I was, won this, in, was this in Sweden? Yeah. And it was the same film festival. So they like... Um, you guys they, rocked that film festival. Yeah, we, we did. <laughs> yeah, you rocked it. And this was one in London. So oh. that was that was amazing. Yeah. Can you... One of the things that I would ask you and our listeners, um, what kind of perspective did you gain from being a producer as versus being an actress. Do you, do, you, do you view acting differently now that you've been a producer? I definitely have a bigger understanding of the producer parts. What um, would be that understanding? Probably budget wise. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to write a story, like a like write write a script. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a writer, but I can always train to become a writer. Mm-hmm. But because I understand the producer part, I have a budget in my hand in, in my head right. while I'm writing. Right. And that is stopping you from actually being creative because mm-hmm. all you think about is money. Right. right. When you write and you're limiting yourself instead of just taking that out and just seeing yourself as a writer right now and just writing your story and let the creativity and the art flow. Mm. I have a mentee I tell that to um, uh, because he wants to be a Hollywood writer. You know what I'm saying? I say mentee. I ain't gonna lie. It's my... Uh, He's my cousin. He lives in Australia. <laughs> I mean, we, we get real on this show. He's my cousin. He lives in Australia. Um, but um, the thing I tell him, and I tell a lot of people uh, who are who have smaller budgets, write it. Just write it first, and then let your creativity come out when you have to go to that second draft and fix things. Mm. That's when you like, okay, well, I can't have this giant explosion here, right? But how else can I give off this emotional effect or give off some sort of special effect that doesn't require all of that, right? right. If you have a uh, if you have a police chase scene, right? 
do you need to see every single car as a producer you know because when you're an actor you just want everything to just happen you just want to see it or especially as a writer too right. when you're a producer you're like I can do this scene with one police car instead of a giant fleet of them yeah. I can do this scene while shooting the police car for a day instead of the entire week I can get the same effect right exactly right. no no you're right you're absolutely right but yeah yeah so um, also you're producing a play pretty soon aren't you I'm not producing it. I'm in it. You're in it. I'm You're in, in it. it. Oh, can yes. you tell us a little bit about it? And I am super excited. So this is a play that calls The Lion and the Panther. And it's going to run on the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of December at the Hudson's Back- Hudson Backstage Theater in Hollywood. So it's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, exactly. So we're in the middle of So you guys of the better get to it. Right. Yeah. And it's written and directed by Ricky Cutter and Jad Ellis. And Can you say that one more time? Ricky Cutter. Ricky Cutter. Ricky Cutter. Cutter. And Jad Ellis. Oh, okay. Yes. And they have already been running this play up in Houston, Texas at the Match Midtown Arts and Theater Center. And it became very popular, so now they're bringing it down here. So, which, which is amazing. Mm. It became very popular. What part do you play? I can't tell you. You're going to have to come watch the show. (laughs) Oh, you're going to tease us. I tried to get it. Yeah, you're going to have to come watch the show. It's it's amazing. Um, Uh We're rehearsing, like, big time right now. How long have you been rehearsing? For, like, a month or, like... No, no. We've only been rehearsing for, like, uh, one and a half week, two weeks or something. Oh, so you nailed this part this fast? Jesus. We will. This this, this makes her a professional. I can't do all that stuff. Professional. But, hey, I... Swedish professionals (laughs) are... Or something different. Right. <laughs> I cannot take all the credits. I'm working with Anthony Solis and Sam Jacobs, and they're incredible actors. Like, mm-hmm. working with them, I feel so safe. I feel so comfortable. They're they're just amazing. And watching them work together when I'm not on stage, it's you, you get so drawn in. It and gives you a different perspective? They're, the way they're embodying their characters, their voices, and accents and everything it's just so incredible and the relationships between the characters incredible and it's funny because Ricky and Jad they have played these parts themselves oh really yes up in Houston Texas so so they're, so they're from Texas or, yeah. they, or they did it in Texas they did it up there and now they're now they're doing it in LA yes okay so they played these characters themselves up there in Houston, Texas. So, and the fact that they're like so open-minded and um, they allow us to play around with the characters and the script and the- They're not so rigid about it. Mm. Yeah, because they have already done one version of it, mm. but they are allowing a completely new version. Of Will you tell play. us a little bit about like what it's about? Yes. So it is a, it's a story about a troubled young man who believes that he's physically becoming a lion. So he is being sent to a therapist, and there we discover that they both may have an extraterrestrial connection. Oh. So, So yes. some, like, some, like, you made some interesting, like, mystery stuff going on here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, Derek. So, um, this is a story that will be heard around the world. In this cosmic experience, you will embark a journey of enlightenment and explore interpersonal paternal relationships, as well as important topics such as mental health, inner awakening, and 
what it really feels like to live in a society that tries to define what human nature is. So where, where can people want, where, where can people get tickets to this? You can. <laughs> you can read more about this on stage411.com. Stage411? Yes. And I will, I will see if I can swoop in a little link or something. And it's called The Lion and the Panther. And Lion. showtime is 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of December. So if nice. you're ready, yes. Yeah, so if you're ready to be on the edge of your seat, come along and take the ride. Take the journey and discover the mystery of why evolving through spiritual nature in such a human yet animalistic way can lead you to your roots. So come, belong, and be you. All right. All I highly right. recommend. All right. You, uh, so uh, what are the dates again for, the, for our listeners? First, second, and third. First, second, Derek, and third. Derek, I said it like five times. I know. I know. It's not me who needs to memorize it. Yeah. 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 Our, our listeners want to know the dates. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. I, you're telling me. I hear you. you like, you're not listening, Derek? I'm right here. <laughs> so, you know, Rebecca, it's been really great to, uh, to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's been a blast. Is there any way that our our audience can follow you or like anything like that? Of course. You can follow me on Instagram and it's um, very long. It's Rebecca Tarabakia. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca Tarabakia. Can you spell your last name for us? It is T-A-R-A-B-O-C-C-H-I-A. Awesome. Yes. Italian. And um, yeah, go check out uh, 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 Rebecca and this new play and... um, She's going to be in a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, like, Rebecca has been... I, I'm going to flex she a little bit for Rebecca. She is a seasoned actress. I'm going to flex a little bit. Rebecca. Rebecca's a very smart person, and, you know, I know for a fact that she's going to be in a whole bunch of other stuff coming up this year. She's, she's always doing... She's always busy. Yeah. She's always working. Always doing something. She's always doing something. I love doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rebecca, I appreciate you coming on to the show, and, and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for having me, and I'll see you soon. Yeah, well, guys, this has been Film Center. My name's Derek Johnson II. I'm Nicholas Killian. And Rebecca Tarabakia. And we'll see you next time. See you. See ya. This has been Film Center on Comic-Con Radio. Check out our previous episodes at filmcenternews.com. Sign up for our newsletter and get the Hollywood trade straight to you. You can follow the show at Film Center News on all major platforms. Tune in next week for a fresh update. Until next time, this has been Film Center.